Welcome back to the Ed Morrissey Show podcast. I am really honored to introduce to you Tim Ballard. He spent more than a decade working as a special agent for the Department of Homeland Security. He is now the founder of Operation Underground Railroad. He's also the subject of a fantastic new movie that's going to be coming out from Angel Studios called Sound of Freedom, which I just watched last night and I'll be reviewing later. And uh, very, very moving experience. Uh, Tim Ballard, thank you so much for um, being with us today. Thank you, Ed, for having me on. Well, I, I mean, first question for you is, how does it feel to have a movie made about you? <laughs> because that's that's got to be a, a little bit of a different sort of experience. Yeah, very different, very surreal. It's bizarre, really bizarre. Um, but I, I'm glad they, uh, you know, they the, the film depicts, you know, true events and uh, all, all the kids are real. All the all the bad guys are real. The good guys are real. So, in in the end, even though you're kind of you're looking at someone that's not you, um, you know, definitely the the stories that matter, the stories that hopefully will lead to to solutions to this problem, um, are are accurate enough so to make it a, a convincing uh, picture. So, I mean, I I agree. Um, and people do have to remember that it's based on true events. It's told in a dramatic fashion to to underscore the real issue here which is child trafficking and and slavery i mean there's a, a, a part at the very end of the movie it's you know a screen crawl at the end of the movie that talks about how there are more people enslaved now than there were when slavery was legal and part of what you were doing at the uh department of homeland security and now what you're doing uh at uh, operation uh, underground railroad is trying to end that cycle and trying to free as many people as you can, especially children. That's right. That's right. We are, um, you know, and I also run another, I'm, I'm the CEO of something called the Nazarene Fund, which does similar work, uh, mostly for persecuted Christians and other uh, religious minorities in the Middle East, Africa. We, we attack organ harvesting rings, uh, to child organ harvesting or organ harvesting rings, as well as a witch doctory and all this crazy stuff that's happening. So I, the world is a very ugly place for for, for millions of children. And um, probably the, 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 the most of, uh, effective thing we can do is, is, is talk about it, get people outraged about it. And I think this film does that. And what's interesting, too, because I, I paid very close attention to what uh, the star Jim Caviezel says at the very end. You know, there's a segment where he comes on while the while the credits are rolling and says, we need to talk about this. And um, there's actually a, a moment where he says, I'm gonna tell you to do something you don't normally do in theaters, take out your phones and take a picture of this screen thing so we can make sure that more and more people get this. But this film had a, a rocky journey to the theaters. I mean, one of the things that he talks about is that this was actually completed, I think in 2018, and it just struggled to find distribution. That's right. Um, it went for years. You know, it, it was owned by Fox, then it was owned by Disney, then the rights passed through several other hands. Uh, it's it's strange because the the movie, just as a movie, is it's it's very Amazing. high quality. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've watched hundreds of people watch it, and they're just at the end, they're just stunned. Um, the timing had to be right. The timing wasn't right before, and Angel Studios was the right partner, and you know, I, I believe that it was meant to be for 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 this time right now. So. So, and again, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about the movie because I want to talk about your work. I mean, I can talk about the movie because I've seen it and um, maybe later on, I'll get a chance to interview some of the people who were involved in making the movie, but I want to focus Tim Ballard on your work. Um, now, 
as I understand it, this these events more or less transpired in 2013. Is that correct? You know, or in and around that time frame? Uh, and this I'm sorry. Yeah, 2013 and into 2014. Yeah. Yeah, and then this is the reason why you uh, depict you leaving the Department of Homeland Security in order to operate on your own with with um, you know some trusted partners uh, to free these kids in this one instance or a couple of instances really, um, and um, and that I, I'm assuming was the start of your working uh, on your own with again more trusted partners, more and more people coming into this to help combat slavery, child trafficking, and all the rest of this. That's right. So at the end, after that case kind of materialized and had success, we, you know, we said, this works. This is a good model. The the privatization of of, of child rescue actually is a good thing. It, it, it works, you know, and we, we privatize, but we, we don't have the authority. So we're always working as the film shows. We're always with people with the authority. We're with the cops. Um, so after that, we, you know, I, I founded Operation Underground Railroad, which today is is in five countries or five regions around the world, uh, constantly doing operations. I'm the CEO of the Nazarene Fund, which is, is also uh, infiltrating all sorts of uh, criminal organizations. Um, and and the work continues. And and uh, we, we hope people will get behind those and support those organizations. Uh, Tim, what role did faith play in your decision? This, I mean, this is... This is a leap of faith in many different ways. You see this in the film. And and just to make sure everybody understands this, the film doesn't necessarily really, I mean, the faith is part of that, but it's subtext. And it's not really, it's not really, you know, the 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 the, the main text of this thing. This is a really good film. Clearly, though, faith plays a role in this. And and I'm I'm I'd like to get your uh give let you talk about how faith played a role in allowing you to leave your job, you know, you know, and put yourself at risk when your family was back at home. And uh, the, you know, the, the film talks about how supportive your wife was in this. I mean, but that's, that's a scary thing. It's scary in many different ways. Yeah. It, I mean, faith was paramount to us in our, in our decision. We, my wife and I had actually had several, what I'd call spiritual downloads or promptings, whatever you want to call it, that we had to do this. We had to do this. Um, and I was in the film, you see Amira Servino, the Academy Award-winning uh, actress who plays my wife. Yep. And she, I wish, you know, Catherine, my wife, deserved way more time in the film uh, because her role was, was so, so important. And it wasn't just, you know, you see when she calls me and says, quit your job and rescue the kids. Um, I think they wanted to kind of save my reputation, the filmmakers, because <laughs> what they didn't, they didn't show how cowardice I was. Uh, I, I, it looked like I was pretty much going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. I didn't want to do it. I was praying that my wife would say, "You're this is a crazy idea. I mean, I had the idea, but it was kind of, you know, I was just almost half joking. Like, what if I just quit? And then she's like, well, would you save kids? And I'm like, well, I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we would, but we have six children of our own and I have no more money. And, you know, I don't have much of a savings and it was scary. But right. ultimately, Catherine said to me, it was the second week of December, 2013, um, and I told her, I've decided not to do this definitively. I'm not going to, I'm just going to walk away from, from this, this operation. And she got pretty like righteously indignant at me. Um, and she said in, 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 in very strong words, uh, tone, um, and this is not a, this is not paraphrase. This is verbatim because it struck my soul. She said, I will not let you jeopardize my salvation by not doing this. 
Um, and so uh, I believed her and that's how she felt about it. So to say that, that faith was a big part of it, it, it was, it was everything to us. It was, it was, look, you're going to meet your maker someday. And what are you going to do? You're going to go back and tell him, well, I was, I was more concerned about my comforts and, and my, you know, here <laughs> right. in my pain than I was about children who I knew had been taken and I knew were being raped for money. I mean, that's not, a, that's not going to be a comfortable meeting with your maker to have to say that you were too afraid. So I'm grateful for, for, for my wife and for that, for that testimony she gave me um, because I leaned on it until I was strong enough to get my own. <laughs> right. Right. I And you know, this is, and this is sort of off the beaten path a little bit here, but I mean, that's the model of marriage, right? Which is, it's a model for salvation and, you know, it allows you to lean on each other and have that sort of, uh, have that ability to help support each other's salvation at difficult moments. And clearly, this was the experience that you and your wife had. Absolutely, it was. And and then I'm grateful it carried into the film, at least to some extent. I mean, I chose Jim Caviezel. I asked, I asked that Jim play me because, you know, I, he's a phenomenal actor, but also he he's a person of faith that's important to me. And and that comes out in his eyes. He's there's many scenes where he, I think you know Edwin, I'm talking about, but he, his eyes say more than his mouth could possibly say. That's the kind of actor Jim is, um, because he is spiritual when it comes to it. He tries to he tries to kind of harness heavenly power, I think, to to get to get the message across. Um, and uh, you know, one one scriptural line that is life saving for me. It gives me courage when I have no courage. It's that, you know, Jesus made it very clear where he stood on, on on children and child abuse. It's the one time he gets mafioso, even in his language, way, way, way beyond flipping over tables and outside the temple. I mean, he gets mafioso when he says that it's better that a millstone be wrapped around your neck and you toss to the bottom of the sea than that you should hurt one of these children. So, yeah, I know where he stands on this. He, he was very clear. And I need that. I need to know that because I can go into dark places and know he's going to he's got my back. And then there's a scene, I won't say it because I don't want to spoil alert, but uh, Jim Caviezel, not knowing that scripture was powerful to me, he ad-libbed that scripture into the script. It wasn't in the script. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm amazed by that. I didn't realize that. Because yeah, you remember, you remember the scene. Like, right? I, I remember the scene. I remember the scene very, yeah. very well. And it's, it's kind of a complex move he was doing, you know, talking to this pedophile. It was a look even confusing. It was confusing to the, to the pedophile himself. Why'd you just say that? But it, it was perfect. And he just ad-libbed it. It was not in the script. And so, and they kept it because it was, it was, it was such a powerful, uh, powerful scene in that, in that moment. Oh man, it was great. It was great. And I mean, I, I actually had to think, what is it that he's doing here? Because it, it, it yeah, yeah. contradicted what was going on. It's like, wow, I didn't realize that was an ad-lib. I just assumed that that was uh, written into the script. That's, I mean, it's great too. And the, the other great line that comes out of this is God's children are not for sale. And right. that's repeated um, not only a couple of times in dialogue, but also in music. Right, and, and you can buy this shirt at angel.com. There you go. There you go. Wear <laughs> it to the theater. Wear <laughs> <laughs> to the theater. And by the way, just to promote this again, it opens on July 4th. You can buy tickets ahead of time. You can buy tickets for other people. You can donate tickets for other people uh, through the Angel Studios website for this. And I'll have all those links in the in the uh, post and all that. But um, again, speaking with Tim Ballard. Now, Tim, you're, you're uh, this is ongoing. This did, uh, you know clearly didn't stop. You're still working on these things. You've got a couple of different ways that you are trying to help people 
um, um, out of slavery, out of bondage. Um, how do people, how can people who are watching this help you? Obviously, go watch the film, talk about this, prey on it. But what other ways can people get involved to help you out? I mean, right right now, our, our, our ask, because we want to make it really simple, is, is angel.com slash SOF. Buy tickets. We have, There's 2 million children estimated to be forced in commercial sex right now. So we want to represent each and every one of those. We want 2 million people in the theaters July 4th. Uh, using this opportunity to when we reflect upon our freedoms and what those freedoms mean and what our founding fathers and mothers did to give us that freedom. Well, let's, let's pay that freedom forward. Let us now take that mantle and, and use this day of remembrance really of, of how we got freedom to, to, to pass that freedom on to, to the millions of children who do not have that. And so we just pray that 2 million, at least 2 million people will buy tickets, come to the theaters and really, really make it, make a, uh, a manifestation and make a, a, a more than a movie a movement. I, I heard the director last night. We were, I just I'm in Miami. We did the premiere for the show for the movie, and at the end, Alejandro Monteverde, the brilliant screenwriter and director, he said, "I've always wanted to make movies that begin when you leave the theater," and I just got chills when he said that. And and everybody got they got it what he said. Now the movie begins for you because it's it's not a movie; it's a movement. And he believes that the producers believe that I believe that, and I think our audiences will believe that. Well, I I, I completely agree, and and again, that's the point that uh, Jim Caviezel himself makes as the credits are rolling. So if you go to the theater, stick around through the credits. I think most people do that these days anyway, but stick around through the credits because Jim Caviezel has a very special message to to give to audiences. Uh, I you know talked a little bit about that already. Um, but yes, this is this should be a movement, and I don't think it's a big ask to get two million people in the theaters on July fourth. I'm planning to do it. You know, I've watched the movie. You know, I got I got a screener so I could do a, re a review. I could interview you. I plan to be in the theater. I plan to get as many people with me in the theater on July fourth. Our church is already planning something about this, by the way. So I, I mean, I even have to do a whole lot of uh, organizing except just to tell people what a great movie this is. Um, and I know that we're running short on time here, um, Tim, and um, I want to give you an opportunity to to share anything else that you'd like to share. But I just want to share with you uh, how grateful I am that you shared your story through this and saw it all the way through. And of course, for all of the hard work that you're doing, trying to uh, rescue children. Thank you, Ed. Thank you so much. Thanks to your audience. Um, you know, we struggled getting mainstream media to talk about this, you know, either because it's too dark or because there's, you know, the, the people are more complicit than we want to, than they want to admit and they, they want to pretend it's not happening or downplay it. So I'm so grateful for, for people like you, Ed, who are not afraid to take on this issue and not afraid to, to take your light into dark places and expose your audience to dark places. Um, because really what you're doing is, and your audience is doing is, is bringing, you're not bringing darkness into you. You're, you're taking your light into the dark and that's the only way we're going to end this. And so thank you so much. Well, Tim Ballard, again, he's the founder of Operation Underground Railroad. He's the subject of a terrific film, Sound of Freedom, which is going to open on July 4th. It's, it's a fantastic film. It, has, it, it is a, a top-notch action drama, but with such an important context. Um, I just hope that everybody gets a chance to go out and see this. Tim, again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Ed.